Hello and welcome, fans, back to the JRPG Report. This is episode 55. My name is James Fisher. Thank you so much for tuning in to this podcast. We took a week off as me and the family went down for a little spring break uh, mini vacation, but we are back at it. We've got a, a good amount of news to go over. Some big announcements happened, and I kind of regret that I, I took a week off as there's a couple of things I'm going to talk about here in just a moment. Uh want to tell you about some of my gameplay here with the uh, Trails of Cold Steel remaster, I guess you can call it, um, how things are going in that, and uh, just a few things all around the JRPG universe. Let's start off with kind of the big, uh, big announcement that happened um, back on the 23rd, so it's been a while, it's pretty much right after... Um, our last podcast was recorded, and that is Persona 5 The Royal. Uh, in case you haven't heard about it, this is, uh, it's been teased for a little while, and it uh, it came on after the animation over in Japan, so right as soon as that one came out, there was a, uh, a short 30-second uh, commercial that came out, and it uh, basically just... It doesn't give a whole lot of information. Um, I'll kind of give you the translated voice, what it said. It said uh, it was a young female uh, student who uh, goes to the same school as the Phantom Thieves. At least it appears to be the same school uniform. And uh, a voice asks her what she thinks of the Phantom Thieves. And her response is, I think helping people is a wonderful thing. But if I had to say, I don't like them. I don't think the Phantom Thieves methods will make the world a better place or help anyone. In the end, I feel like you can always solve that yourself. And uh, that's kind of it. Then it, you know, it says that there will be more, uh, uh, more information coming soon at uh, the April 24th Persona Super Live concert. We'll have a bit of a snippet about uh, that here in just a moment. So there's been a lot of speculation as to... Um, what any of this is, what the royal means. Uh, initially, I thought perhaps it, uh, this student could be a member of the uh, of a Japanese royal family, and um, maybe that's the connection. You, you know, you've got Joker and Queen, so you do have sort of a, a royal uh, theme in some of the names there. We'll, we'll just have to kind of wait and see what else comes out about this. It certainly appears to be... Um, either a, a DLC or um, a remastered, you know, fully loaded version of Persona 5. And it certainly seems like it's coming out, I would guess, this year for, for PS4. Um, now, the obvious question is, um, well, not, there's, a lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of obvious questions, but one of the first things that maybe most people are thinking about is, you know, We've been speculating on a Switch version of uh, Persona 5. And actually just yesterday, we've got some some rumors to discuss. So let me just kind of lay this out for you. What This is what we do know now. These things can be 
it could be faked, it could be misinterpreted, but let me just uh, read you as it is now. Best Buy, they have an internal system which is called Core Blue. So I'm guessing maybe a um, an employee leaked this, and in that system itself, there are list new listings for three games that were not previously known. So we've got a Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past, the Super Nintendo game, the Metroid Prime trilogy, which came out on the GameCube, and Persona Five. Um, these SKUs were all brand new. They were very close to each other. So everything, you know, having worked in retail at, uh, I'll go ahead and tell you, I worked at Target there for a little while. You know, these things do happen and it, it's usually a telltale sign that something's happened. It's kind of like when a company trademarks, you know, a new title for something, we end up usually getting a game or something close to that down the road uh, this was confirmed by twitter user wario64 um apparently he has done this in the past and it's all been uh come to fruition um interesting enough the like i said uh the skews were all very close one of the skews um kind of in the middle of these three was also for dragon quest 11 echoes of the elusive age s definitive edition which we know is actually coming. So more on that later. Um, yeah, I, I, I kind of think this is the first indication that this is happening. Of course, we know Joker is coming to super smash brothers. Um, we also now know that there is a persona five S teaser website. Uh, it just launched the other day, and all it says is more one more information, um, and that is coming out on April 25th. So you remember I said April 24th, we're getting more information about the Royal. On the 25th, we're getting more information about Persona 5S. We're assuming we didn't know what R stood for before, and it being the Royal. We don't know what S stands for. We're assuming that it's Switch. Now, what's going on April 24th and 25th? Why, what's, uh, what is this big announcement? So this is the Persona Super Live, P-Sound Street 2019. Welcome to the Number Q Theater concert. <laughs> and uh, I will try to break out my best Japanese and tell you that it is at the Ryo Goku uh, Koku Ganshinchan in Tokyo. I'm very sorry if I even got that even close. Um, so there's a big concert thing going on, and we'll get announcements about that the 24th and 25th. So, of course, stay tuned here, and we will. Uh, I'll try to taper the uh, podcast to come out maybe on the uh, as soon as I hear something. So we'll get you that information as soon as possible. But certainly, all indications are looking like we're going to be getting some Persona 5 love this year, and Switch owners can finally play the masterpiece that was Persona 5. I believe we'll have the official, official announcement um, the 24th and 25th. Uh, I told you more information coming about Dragon Quest 11s. So there was a couple of things we had thought might happen based on some screenshots and uh, one of those was that your entire party was now going to be viewable on the screen and falling behind 
the hero, and that uh, that has finally been confirmed. Uh, very, very cool stuff. Um, you can now talk directly to the party members without opening the menu. That makes sense. Of course, we knew about uh, the orchestra sound being added to it. You can now switch between those two, either the orchestra or the synthesizer, at any point in the game. I Sure, I, <laughs> I don't know what the purpose of that is. Uh, you can dash with the ZR button. Uh, I like this one. There's a new horse bell item. You can call your horse at any time. So you don't necessarily have to uh, find one of the, the bells to to summon your horse. That can definitely come in handy. And this is something that I thought about uh, initially, and I didn't uh, think to say it, but you can now gain experience points when your horse knocks over enemies on the field. It kind of just makes sense, uh, and that should be a good way to help Especially maybe those early levels a little bit help with some of the grinding. Uh, the battle speed. You can go normal, fast, or really fast. <laughs> um, the quest from the 3DS version of the game, which you visit previous Dragon Quest titles, will be included in the Switch version, but not without some changes. And this was a big announcement. And... I don't know why it's called this, but uh, they're calling it voice drama, downloadable content. And uh, basically, let's say a new story is also being added. that allows you to experience each character as the protagonist through the unexpected sides of these characters and previously untold stories. um, They want you to further enjoy the drama of those characters, and they're making this additional downloadable comment. Um, this was by uh, from series creator Hori, uh, who uh, made this statement. He wasn't able to appear on the program where all this information came out. He's apparently in some poor health. Hopefully everything is okay with that. Uh, they're saying the Definitive Edition is due out for Switch worldwide this fall. I'm still... Uh, that's a tough one. It's a tough one to try to think about. You you kind of have to balance in your mind if you're feeling jaded by the PS4 being an, basically an inferior edition. Um, do they do what's right in my mind and release this all as DLC for the PS4 version? Or if this is only available on the Switch in this format... I mean, as the super Dragon Quest fan that I am, I'll just kind of, you know, get over it and uh, purchase this game again. I think it would be a lot of fun to play on the go and especially to play um, in this version. You can't help but feel a little um, cheated in a way. It's tough though, and we'll, you know, like I said before, I, I don't want to pass judgment on something before it happens, so we'll just have to wait and see. But in the meantime, I'm just going to act like this is um, a new experience and be excited about it because it doesn't really pay to be negative about these things. It's not going to help out things any. So we are looking forward to that uh, coming up soon. Super Neptunia RPG is coming to the PC this summer. We already knew about the PS4 and Switch versions of it. Um, 
If you're interested, it'll be in English, Japanese, traditional Chinese, and French subtitles. Um, I'm, I'm thinking this one looks like it could be uh, pretty cool with its 2D look to it. Um, those games have always been very niche and uh, uh, odd, <laughs> is one way of putting it. Uh, but the battle system was really cool, so I'm hoping that this is uh, a play on that and uh, turns out well. Quickly, that we are getting a um, Mary Skelter 2 is coming to the Switch. Compile uh, announced back at the Denkai Game Festival 2019. Um, it first launched on PS4 back in June of 2018. The Switch version will include touchscreen and HD rumble support. And that's all we have at this moment. Don't have anything, a firm date, just that it is. It is coming, and we're starting to see this more and more, that as the Switch has done extremely well sales-wise, that uh, it is getting more and more JRPG love, and that is only a good thing. Uh, this was an interesting story. Uh, so Grand Blue Fantasy Relink um, is in development with the same number of staff as back when it was developed or co-developed by Platinum Games. Uh, so the staff is not, you know, falling off a cliff. They're not over there working with some skeleton crew. They've still got the same number. And um, so this was in the latest issue of uh, Famitsu and... Here are just some of the little tidbits. They are now currently in development. Uh, it's currently in development at Psy Games Osaka. When they first took over, development speed temporarily decreased. But now that Psy uh, Games Osaka alone has secured development system with the same number of staff it had when the game was being developed, things are moving along at full speed. As the number of development staff will continue to increase, Development speed is expected to further increase as well. Uh, Side Games is confidence players will enjoy the game and ask that everyone please look forward to it. That's like such a Japanese answer. Um, you see this very often, like they, that they just uh, they kind of do the little uh, little bow and uh, said that they hope that everyone will please look forward to it. Which means it's coming. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know when. Um. But please, uh, please look forward to it. A restate has still not uh, been announced yet. That could, I'd say, there's a twenty five percent chance we get something like at E three this year, a big announcement. Um, if, as a small new developer, I think they would be smart, especially for Western fans, to 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 be at something like E three. And of course, that'll be here in in two months, less than two months. So that kind of puts a pretty decent timetable on um, when that may may happen. We'll just have to wait and see. But the game, I'm still very much, very much looking forward to it, and uh, we'll see what happens. We did get some more um, details about uh, Yeez Nine. This was also at the uh, the aforementioned uh, Dengeki. Game Festival. So here are just some of the uh, small details. Maps are three-dimensional with different levels of elevation. Jumping and vertical actions have increased. Around 50 to 60% of the map is this giant 
city. The prison is a major symbol and surrounding is it is the vast city. Monster means monster and Knox means night. Combine those two, it means night of the monsters. That's kind of, uh, kind of cool. Uh, the way Adel appears is different than before. He is in a significantly unusual form. Each monster has various actions, such as flying, running up walls, and more. You can reach various places by utilizing these actions. Some actions work on traps to cancel their mechanics. Like past used titles, used nine has simple action that even novices and players not, <laughs> this is their words, and players not good at action games can enjoy um, you can run up any wall you can generally travel to places seen in the distance uh, as the largest city in the series yet there are tons of variation from developing areas to slum there's a coliseum in the city and the game uses the, the series traditional party system you advance while utilizing each monstrum's different ability since attributes are still important about you can switch between party members while fighting. Of course, this game is due out on PS4 this fall in Japan. So some cool new details to look forward to. We're still pretty early in this whole process. So um, it is it is a ways off. Um, one more bit of information I want to pass along. Um, this will tie into... A little bit of what we're going to talk about with the uh, Trails of Cold Steel. So, Falcon President Kondo shared artwork from the upcoming developments in the Trail series of the Legend of Heroes games at the Nageki Game Festival 2019. Um, there are three images shown on the screen. Uh, a One male character. It almost, just at a glance, it looks like, like a regal Gaius. If like he was ten years older or something, I don't want to say that's him at all, but you never know. There's there's a maybe not quite as tall because he looks like the same height as the female character beside of him, who somehow has a giant hoop in her hair off to the side, but she doesn't look like anybody I've ever seen in the Trails of Cold Steel series. Maybe she shows up in the later ones, but. Um, and then the last female character is sporting an eye patch. And then there's a larger male character kind of in the background behind her, but he is all blacked out. So this is basically talking about the future of the games after uh, part four wraps up whenever whenever we get that. But of course in Japan, they are already talking about and moving on to perhaps what's next. She's, so, according to Kondo, there are currently plans for new Trail Series numbered titles. There are also plans, new titles that answer questions like, what has become of this or that? And details that could not be told before. Uh, Falcom previously announced that the Trails team was divided into two, with one team seemingly working on the next numbered title and another on a side story. Now, he says more information about the Trail Series developments are expected to be announced in June. So it will be interesting to see uh, where they go um, from here. We had Trails of the Sky, we had the Crossbell Series, and now uh, 
um, Cold Steel has wrapped up. So it'll be interesting to see what part of Erebonia we head to next and what story it tells and what, uh, if any, old characters will be. So it kind of sounds like, like I said, the team is in two. The next one will be working on the next uh, Trails of series. But then the other one is working on a side story. So maybe some further development of characters from Cold Steel or Trails in the Sky. We'll just have to wait and see. But, uh, I mean, these are the type of things that you assume are going on, that companies are working on the next, you know, series of games. And uh, this pretty much confirms that. I, I, I'm really... The future looks bright for Falcom. I really believe that we are looking at the next, um, for sure, big series, and hopefully, hopefully by the time you know people are done with one and two, and then part three of Cold Steel comes out, and uh, people see what a actual <laughs> current generation game looks like, that uh, we'll be heading into, you know, the series right there with Tales, right there with your Personas and Dragon Quests and Final Fantasies. Um, because as if you didn't know. 2019 is the year of Trails of Cold Steel. Um, I didn't know it when 2019 began necessarily, but uh, it is it is the, all that uh, we have Trails of Cold Steel now. Part two coming out in May, and part three coming out hopefully fall. You know, I'm, I'm hoping it's more towards September than later in the fall. We shall wait and see, but yeah, I've, I've gotten a, a, I haven't got to play a ton of cold steel, but uh, they did a really nice job with this remaster. You're not going to, you're not going to look at it and say, Oh wow, look at that PS4 game. You're going to say <laughs> what happened to this PS4 game. It looks like a PS3 game and it still does, but it's a very clean PS3 game. So like with, Final Fantasy XII, the Zodiac Age, you had a PS2 game that got cleaned up real nicely, and it looks like a very good PS3 game. You're not going to convince anybody that's a PS4 game, but it looks very well for what it does, and at times it really shines and looks great. This one, I guess maybe their original product wasn't, you know, they're not going for... um, lifelike animations or stuff like that it is a very anime style and and keeps that look but it's just very cleaned up um you you can really you can see a lot more details than you did before um but it's you're not playing that game for the graphics you're you're playing it for the gameplay it's still fun to, to on your free days to run around and, and do different bonding events with different characters and but for me, it's the the star of the show is the great story that's going to that you will <laughs> eventually get into, um, and then that battle system. It is just phenomenal, and it is. It feels like it's really sped up. Like there's no big delay. If you want to just keep keep going as fast as you can, you really can. Um, especially if you know this system, if you played the games before, you can kind of breeze right through the battles. There's even the turbo option if you wanted to really crank things up and uh, <laughs> somehow go faster. 
but I really am enjoying my trip back down into uh, Thor's Military Academy and seeing Trista. I just got to Keldick where the, the big market is and uh, on my first field day. So if you guys are interested, and but you don't necessarily want to take the plunge just yet, head over to the JRPG Report YouTube page. And um, I've been streaming everything for moment one, so you can kind of dive right in and check out um, what some of the, um, not only what the battle system looks like, but what the game looks like, what the social aspects are like. Um, find out if it is for you, if you are a fan. I'm not going to say it's it's like, it's going to be compared to Persona because of, you know, you've got students, you've got a school setting, and you've got social aspects to it. But it's really not, um, it has a completely different feel to it, and it's not as heavy on those aspects. Like, to go spend a bonding event with somebody, you, you only get like two of them on that first uh, day. You end up getting a third one at night. So you've only got certain characters that you can even have the option of of spending that time with in the first place. And it's just a little a little skit. It if it takes five minutes, that's that's probably too long. And then you get a huge amount of link points that uh strengthens your links in battle and enables you to uh open up different attacks. So it certainly has a um an advantage to doing these things and it's fun. Um, you can choose who you want to. So like, um, for the first day I didn't, I could have done a, a bonding event with uh Machias, but he's probably never going to be in my battle party. So I usually don't, um, I, I want to strengthen those bonds. So I want to pick actual party members that are going to be involved. So I went and spent it with Laura and with, um, Elliot, who are both in my party at the time, and uh, they end up being in your in your group for your first uh, field study. So it actually pays to, to to really work on those bonds, especially early on. Um, but yeah, it quite quite enjoying it. If you guys are are thinking about it, um, you can pick it up. It's only forty bucks if you get you know the digital version. Or maybe a standard edition is only forty bucks. I know I paid fifty for my special edition, and I'm very happy that I did. Um, it it comes with just enough to really make it worth that extra ten dollars in my mind. Of course, I'm going to choose physical over digital, no matter what, um, until until they take them away from us. Right? Uh, you got to be a collector. So I think we'll kind of wrap things up right there. Uh, I do want to mention if you guys are can head over to the Anchor app and uh, if you've got a question for the show, you can send us a voicemail that way. Um, I have got it set up now, I believe, to where if you'd like to support the podcast or you know what I'm doing with uh, YouTube and videos and live stream and all that stuff, it is uh, I, I am able to accept uh, contributions or donations, however you want to look at it, and I would really appreciate. If you felt so inclined uh, to do that, you can do that through um, through Anchor. And uh, like I said, I would greatly appreciate any support. It'll uh, go into the kitty and help uh, get some new games or uh, just help out with, with things in general. 
Um, we'll wrap it up this time. We'll talk more Trails of Cold Steel next week and uh, break down any news that may come up and maybe try to find something to uh, to fill some time, especially if I try to do this every week, which that's the hope, guys. We'll, we'll see what happens. Life has a way of, of messing that up, but we'll try to put one out every week. Usually around Wednesday, we try to record. So until then, guys, get back out there and level up.